Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives. Today we continue our time in the book of Esther by looking at chapter 4, which has 17 verses. And we have a guest reader today, a very special guest reader, and that's my wife, Terry. So Terry will be reading Esther chapter 4. Esther chapter 4. When Mordecai learned all that had happened, he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and ashes and went out into the midst of the city. He cried out with a loud and bitter cry. He went as far as the front of the king's gate, for no one might enter the king's gate clothed with sackcloth. And in every province where the king's command and decree arrived, there was great mourning among the Jews, with fasting, weeping, and wailing, and many lay in sackcloth and ashes. So Esther's maids and eunuchs came and told her, and the queen was deeply distressed. Then she sent garments to clothe Mordecai and take his sackcloth away from him, but he would not accept them. Then Esther called Hathak, one of the king's eunuchs, whom he had appointed to attend her, and she gave him a command concerning Mordecai to learn what and why this was. So Hathak went out to Mordecai in the city square that was in the front of the king's gate, and Mordecai told him all that had happened to him, and the sum of money that Haman had promised to pay into the king's treasuries to destroy the Jews. He also gave him a copy of the written decree for their destruction, which was given at Shushan, that he might show it to Esther and explain it to her, and that he might command her to go into the king to make supplication to him and plead before him for her people. So Hathak returned and told Esther the words of Mordecai. Then Esther spoke to Hathak and gave him a command for Mordecai. All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that any man or woman who goes into the inner court to the king who has not been called, he has but one law, put all to death, except the one to whom the king holds out the golden scepter, that he may live. Yet I myself have not been called to go into the king these thirty days, so they told Mordecai Esther's words. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther, Do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews for another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, Go, gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan, and fast for me, neither eat nor drink for three days. My maids and I will fast likewise, and so I will go to the king which is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther commanded him. Well, the Jews get the message of their pending destruction 
There was great mourning among the Jews, with fasting and weeping and lamenting. Do I have a spiritual response to bad news? Do I mourn or weep? Or do I shake my fist at God? How do you respond when you get bad news? Esther gets the message from Mordecai, though he asked her to go to the king. She responds, hey, not so easy. She has not been summoned by the king in 30 days, and if she goes on her own, it may mean the risk of death. Mordecai expresses his faith in God, that he will deliver the Jews, or at least some of them. He also understands God's sovereignty, saying Esther may have become queen, quote, for such a time as this. That's verse 14 of chapter 4, one of the most quoted lines in all of the Bible. Our life is not a series of coincidences. We are where we are, doing what we're doing, under God's sovereignty. Does God have a greater purpose, a mission, something we could do right from where we are for such a time as this? Esther had to figure it out, and she could be used of God. Can we? She fasted, prayed, sought the Lord, counted the cost. And I think the greatest line in the book of Esther is not 414 for such a time as this, but right after that when she says, If I perish, I perish. She was prepared to act, not sit by, not wait for someone else to do it. After counting the cost, she was willing to risk it all. If I perish, I perish. How well do we understand sovereignty in our own lives? Do we understand that God is working through us, in us, around us, in our circumstances, for His glory and His purpose? I had a lesson in sovereignty when I was 15 years old. I was out riding in a car with a buddy when we had a car accident, a fatal car accident. I should have been dead. But God saved my life that day. And when he did and I got home that night, I thought about it. I thought, you know, I wasn't in control. I was the passenger in the car, and I could have died that day. But for whatever reason, at 15 years old, God saved my life. Teenagers die in car accidents all the time. So why did he save my life? I thought about it as I laid in my bedroom that night. And I decided, for whatever reason he saved my life, I was going to find that reason, and I was going to try to accomplish it for his glory. And so I went about my life, seeking God's will for my life. And I stayed faithful. And now I have the opportunity to do the Ezra Project and work through the Gideons to build the kingdom of God and see people come to saving faith in Christ. How has sovereignty played out in your own life? Have you been able to look around or look back in your circumstances and see God's invisible hand directing the things of your life? Esther had to make a choice, and so do we. Esther counts the cost and decides to respond with great faith and courage. She commits to three days of fasting and prayer, and then, with that covering, will go to the king, risking her own life. Praying about things is one thing. Action, risk, is a totally different level of faith. So from Esther chapter 4, maybe we can ponder the thought of sovereignty today. God working in and around and through my life, seen or unseen. And we can think about that today. Father, I pray that I might have a spiritual response to bad news and to first pray for a course of action, a willingness to act, and then be brave enough to take the risk and act. I pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen.